right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is the very handsome Kevin Bird, and um, I am tall, dark, and handsome, meaning the darker it is, the more handsome I am. So I'm Willie B on this side of the coin. Kev, how are you, man? Keep the lights low. Keep the lights low. Man, I am fantastic. The weather is coming around. It's like hot rod season knocking on the door. The toys are coming out, man. It couldn't be better. Exactly, man. Like the ladies in my life, I'm like, how's your dimmer switches? Good? All right, I'm coming over. <laughs> yeah. The cars, man. The cars are getting done. The projects, you know, with everybody, everybody's been on lockdown. I feel like a lot of the car projects and people in around the country have, have really got to spend some time on their cars. Whereas before, you're kind of rushed with work and pressures and kids and this and that and the other. And you may not just get the time or attention to it. Well, look what's happened. Everybody that we have talked to in the car world, the automotive industry, is like, hey, man, thank God for this. All of a sudden, business is booming. There was that first lull in that first week we saw. But then all of a sudden, the phone started ringing. People started, hey, I got this old school build in the car or in the garage. I might as well turn a rich on that son, bitch. It's not going to do itself, you know? So sure enough, man, we've seen that escalate throughout the lockdown in the last couple months here. Man, do you feel that where you're at as well? Dude, if I'm going to be stuck somewhere, I'm going to be working on something cool, right? I mean, I think that's kind of <laughs> where we're all at, you know? Yeah. So yeah. give me some parts. Let me kind of get ahead of the game because, yeah, like you said, man, normally you're just backed up. You're trying to squeeze it in between little gaps. And and here's, you know, I'm not saying it's good, but you're going to make the most of it, right? So if you got a little opportunity, yeah. you're going to snatch it up. Now. Yeah, man. Now, this topic it's got me fired up because this is, I don't know, it's right up my alley and I know you're geeked up as well because this is the perfect kind of thing to dive into because you got a little time, you can think about it. It's all about fabrication, man. Really getting all the ins and outs of your powertrain, your engine, all kind of situated and squared upright. And we're talking about, you know, how to build custom induction systems, custom exhaust, whether you're running a turbo. I mean, this is huge. You got lots of things to plumb and fabricate. And for me, that's the fun part, man. It's like little Legos and you're building things, you know, like, yeah, you know, whether, you know, whether you want to stretch all the way to a set of headers, which, you know, I've done several of them over the years and uh, I really like doing them. They're enjoyable. Uh, They're challenging, you know, to even doing a zip tube, you know, doing your induction tubing down to your air cleaner. And like I said, if you got a turbo, these are the guys to call. These are the guys because they have everything you need vibrant performance yeah and god you know just jumping on their website you know and i'm probably guilty like a lot of people out there 
probably Kevin's not guilty of it because he's he's an engineer, so he thinks a little bit different. But you know, like me, I see high horsepower stuff. I see the big guns. Like I see a FX3. I'm calling up Pro Charge. I'm like, hey man, I need the FX3, bro. I need the biggest, the baddest, the ugliest, the meanest, snort, asphalt pounding. I need that some bitch right there. And you forget all the other. Well, the other stuff, you just want horsepower. If we want horsepower, we want it now. We want it fast. I want it like yesterday, man. I need it on the car. What happens? You get it in, you go, oh, man, I got a lot of fabricating. Oh, I got a lot of stuff to do. So, <laughs> yeah, I got to connect it. Yeah, hold <laughs> up. Can I just plug this in, put a couple bolts in? I'll, I'll use grade eight. Let's go. But <laughs> with, with these guys, they provide like a one-stop shop for so many solutions and a build like that. If you want performance, if you want lap times, you want to shave off thousands of seconds uh, on your little road course or autocross, or you want to, you know, knock out a couple, you know, thousands off your ET and eighth mile and quarter mile, these guys can help you logistically with your car because so many of us bite on the big products but forget necessarily all the logistics all the the engineering the architecture of how it's this big massive expensive air pump is going to work and these guys really provide a major solution for any of those hurdles yeah you got your big supercharger up there but How's it going to get from A to B? How do I get it in the engine? How do I get it into the intercooler, right? Where's my filter? All these things, like I said, it's a one-stop shop and it's fun, man. It's the build process. You know, a lot of yeah. us, uh, you know, a lot of car guys out there, they want the, the kit. You know, I want the kit, everything's in the box. And that's great when you've got a run-of-the-mill Camaro, Challenger, you name it, right? And you buy the kit. But man, mm -hmm. when you're a racer, when you're a custom fabricator, you know, when you want anything that's just slightly out of that box, if you want to change something, tweak something, like make it better, make it fit, or make it route, you got to call up these guys, right? So yeah, let's take a quick break. When we come back, man, we got Derek Griffith from Vibrant Performance giving us all the ins and outs from induction side, hot side, headers, you know, they even got titanium. They got a huge line of titanium. Did you say stuff, titanium? Is, you did not say titanium. I said, said titanium. titanium. I said it. I said it again. I say it again. Emergency. Titanium, sir. Titanium. We'll have all the ins and outs of it. See, at my build, I just want to know where to put the lady in the grass skirt, man. And where am I hanging her? Because she's That's dancing. Right. She's dancing. All right. Back in just a minute on the Two Guys Garage podcast with the man Derek Griffin. Hang out. We'll be back in just a second. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And we are joined by Derek Griffith. Derek, Derek looks like a linebacker now in the car world. <laughs> uh, Derek, hey, welcome to the podcast, man. Thanks for joining us. Um, man, excited we got you guys from Vibrant Performance on our podcast, man. Hey, performance and speed is the name of the game in your world, man. You guys are killing it. Yeah, well, I want to first thank you guys for the opportunity. It's, uh, it's fun to be here with you guys to... To discuss all things cars and fabrication um we've been fortunate to have had a nice run the last uh you know 15 years especially we've been around for 20 but the last 15 years have been really strong for us and uh just how's the last couple months been out of curiosity well you know with the COVID situation it's been a, it's been an interesting time to say the least but you know we're making our way through it and uh car guys seem to to always be wrenching no matter what no every time free time on their hands now so this is the perfect opportunity to fabricate and build something yeah absolutely now speaking of right so if we walk through categories you have everything kind of you need for 
you know, cooling intercoolers, cores, you know, for oil coolers, you know, whether it's your uh, induction system, everything for exhaust from, you know, your tailpipes, mufflers, band clamps, right? All the ways of attaching straight tubes, pre-bent tubes, right? If you've seen any kind of custom build, uh, almost all of them have some kind of, you know, sort of one-off, really well-routed exhaust system, uh, and all the bits there, and like I mentioned earlier, I mean, all the way up to the exhaust flange on the cylinder head. If you want to make your own header, if you've got an interesting configuration, if yeah. you moved your engine, set it back a little bit, you know, if there's something unique you got to clear, uh, you know, a whole box of pre-bent J-bends, L's, whatever, then you can go in there and you cut your little pie sections and you can start from, you know, a flange at the at the head and just work your way down. They've got the merge collectors, right? all that stuff to get it all the way out to the tailpipe and then everything you need from fluid delivery clamping system silicon hoses i mean ah uh, it's just goodies galore all the bits you need to make something awesome yeah we, we we've done a really uh you know good job over the last uh several years to really consolidate and round out our program you know i you mentioned lego pieces before and and I like to say that we're we're like a bunch of Lego pieces made out of metal for fabricators. That's my favorite and, kind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it really kind of consolidates the needs of the of the artist who's the fabricator. Um, you know, fabricators have really evolved in the last several years, and we're seeing some incredible builds start to come out and uh, and exist within the industry. And we're happy to be part of it. Um, you know, our line is kind of pretty simple. We are everything fluid. Uh, all the way through your induction components was your cold side and then out the exhaust through your turbo and, and out the back of the car. So we are a one-stop shop for all your fabrication needs in that sense. So, hey, Derek, I got to ask you, man, because I love off-the-wall builds. Uh, I'm secretly, it was, won't be a secret anymore, but I'm secretly building a 73 Mercedes right now with a nasty little nitrous LS swap in it. Um, yeah. Got a, an old 60 Bel Air. I'm doing a big block in, some LS conversion stuff. Is it cool for you in your environment on that side to watch what's happened in the car world, in the automotive world, with people not only restoring, you know, the classic 57 Chevy or first-gen Camaro or something like that, but, dude, they're, they're yoking some crazy stuff. There's, you know, Gen 3 Hemis in BMWs at SEMA. There's, you know, there's Coyotes in old school, you know, street rods, you know, with all-wheel drive. There's so many just radical things out there nowadays. It's got to be cool for you to see. Oh, my gosh. It's been insane. I mean, I, I've been a vibrant for 18 years. So wow. I was around where people were doing just basic modifications on Honda Civics back in the day and Toyota Supras. And we've come full circle to today where your people put yeah. Ferrari engines in, in BRZs and, and doing all sorts of crazy stuff with LS engines yeah. and things of that nature. So it's been a it's been a it's been an incredible ride seeing the creativity that's been um coming out and and uh you know with fabrication components it really helps people to kind of source those products so they can make those builds happen in those unique applications. Yeah, I mean, as a, as a guy who's, who's done, you know, many a swap long before there was kits out there, you need those building blocks, right? I mean, you guys, I would say, are one of the companies that's enabled what we can do, you know, in the aftermarket and the builder and the racer. Uh, you know, racers have been building, fabricating things forever. But I think a lot of those skills, those techniques have worked their way into car building. And like Willie said, I mean, 
everybody's sticking something into something else and reconfiguring it and there's no kit for that and you don't even want to expect a kit for that because half the fun mm -hmm. is figuring it out and doing it yourself you know and like i said it's not possible without these bits you you need you know band clamps and you need prevent tubes and you need flanges and you need you know all the things those little like you said legos man you can build anything out of legos but you got to have the dang legos <laughs> you know and you know man we're, we're so humbled uh, it's, it's been, you know, we weren't the first people to come out with, uh, with, with pipe <laughs> by any means, but we were one of the, the first to really co consolidate all those needs. And, you know, I got to, you know, give a handout to a lot of our customers because they've helped us along the way. Um, you know, as people come across, uh, you know, kind of roadblocks when they're doing their bills, they've always been very nice to com communicate with us what we need to add to our programs. So over the years, we've had a lot of help from our customers. And then on top of that, our, our technical staff, internally has done a wonderful job to bring those uh, those needs to light with our procurement team. So it's been a wonderful ride. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's fun to see people use our product for all those kind of different applications that you speak of. You know, I'm looking at your tubings and bends right now, stainless steel, straight tubing. You have stainless steel reducers and transitions. You know, when people are doing Art Morrison chassis or, you know, up certain, you know, upgrades on the subframe or in and around the suspension stuff, you got the, the transition to get some of these exhaust out and tubing back to turbos and whatever is ridiculous. And it's great to see you guys have some of the squash tubing that doesn't change the volume, some of the transition stuff that's really, really difficult to find. And when we try to do it, it's it's tough. But you guys have so many of these pieces that can make a, a custom exhaust or some piping like that so much easier, oh, man. It's like, oh, my God, thank you. I, I just recently found out about you guys. So I'm looking on your site right now and go, oh, my God, I need that. I need this. That would be such a big, huge help to me. Like, wow, you guys really carry a lot of SKUs, a lot of things. Well, the, th the funny, so the opal pipe is what you mentioned regarding the squash pipe. And what's funny is many years ago, people used to slam their cars, right? Before yeah. the airplane, people used to slam their cars. And, and, they would t and that's around the time when everyone started going bigger diameter of their exhaust systems. So they would bottom out and scrape. So we, uh, we decided, you know what, we need to help our customers out. And we came up with this oval piping idea and, uh, and it, it kind of flew off. And it's been a kind of interesting thing because people had to figure out how to connect the oval piping to the round <laughs> piping. So we can magic and with our V yeah. bands, you can connect it all and, and make it nice and easy. So, um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it, you know, it's funny how ideas come from problems or issues that your customers have. And, uh, and that was one of them with the oval pipe that really helped solve that solution. Now with all the cars that are on bags, uh, they, you know, they can have the squash pipe. And in your domestic world, a lot of people like to exit out the side of the car. So oval piping is a lot more, uh, you know, conducive to fitting in those tight spaces as you exit right off the engine. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've got it in my, you know, I've got a yeah. first gen M3 with an LS in it. And that's a tiny, tiny little car. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm pushing 500 plus horsepower. I want... I want that thing to breathe. I've got dual three inch all the way through a tiny little car, tiny little tunnel. And yeah, I transition from round to ovals to back and you name it, right? And it's those things that enable a, no way it's going to be possible or I'm going to you know choke this thing off and lose performance to damn, <laughs> I got everything I need right here. I just needed to get a little crafty. I need to do a little shopping, right? To figure out who's got it and you know how to put it in place. Man. For sure. And and we, we, you know, we, we do a good job with our marketing team to, to kind of lead people through uh, the, the, the concept of it happening. 
Um, so uh, it's great. And 500 horsepower. That's all you got, man. You gotta, you gotta up that. Oh, that's my next <laughs> one. Yeah, that's my next one. That's. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I'm looking through all these clamping systems. You weren't kidding, man, because. Wow, can you make just a nightmare? Anybody run a boost knows when you get little leaks in it, you're just you're getting horsepower robbed, you're getting ET robbed, you're getting you know tenths of a second, thousands of a second uh, robbed. And what they have simply on the clamping systems is such a big game changer. Uh, I know fighting a you know rear mount turbo vet that I have with you know 1160 at the tire. I've fought some of these issues a number of times, and look at some of these clamps, man. You guys indeed provide some of the bigger, better solutions for, you know, for us fighting those leak boost issues, for clamping, like you said, different shapes and sizes, going to and from, in and out. It's, uh, man, you guys got a, a ton of them. If you think on boost systems, you're building a lot of pressure, and if you have the typical little just bead on a tube with a, you know, a hose on it and a hose clamp, a lot of times you can blow those suckers right off. Yeah. Well, you know, as go, going back to the exhaust there, Willie, you know, the the funny thing is that, you know, two two bolt flanges and three bolt flanges were a thing for many years and they still are. But but what we saw was, you know, with, with Boost, everyone was was having airflow ex exit the car so fast, right? The flanges warp over time, gaskets will, will, will crap out. So our V-band flanges kind of give you that full seal. Now, the cool thing with our V-bands is that they're male-female, so they interlock, right? So when they interlock and you put the clamp over it, which is a quick-release clamp, it, the carbon buildup on the inside kind of seals the whole thing. So our customers realized many years ago that they were able to have the exhaust exit without, with real minimal leaks. And it, and it works especially best on a downpipe. So that alone has really kind of you know, made things a lot more efficient yeah. For the turbo car, even the, the naturally aspirated car as well, as well as the supercharged car, going forward. Um, so yeah, that would that that kind of event that speaks to what you were mentioning about the, the stainless steel uh, flanges there. Well, what's even cooler about the V bands is they're real easy to separate a whole exhaust. Like you can just drop your exhaust system off. Yeah, man. You know, typically maybe two V band clamps, it drops off. Like you said, there's no gaskets, there's no real bolts to lose. Yeah, and. Uh, you can put it right back on. You don't need another set of gaskets. You're not going to leak. The funny thing is I've, I've seen many a cars at the track, at the drag strip with people underneath it trying to uh, take off the exhaust and unbolting, you know, a three-bolt flange with our V-band. You just crank it open and it drops out, falls right apart. It's beautiful. Absolutely. And you're trying to get to something else. Sometimes you're just trying to drop the exhaust down to get to suspension component or drive shaft or whatever it is, right? So just being able to get it in and out of the way is huge. And like I said, on the... On the induction side, the cold side, right? There's a lot of technology yeah. there that's pretty awesome in the clamping. I've always known them as uh, like Wiggins clamps, uh, you know, but uh, I think you guys call them ferrules maybe. Yeah. Um, but they're great because uh, so there's no, yeah. you know, maybe silicon hose connecting two hard pipes with, you know, with a bead that can pop off. Right, right. You know, right. these two ends weld onto your pipe. They got kind of an O ring on both sides. And then a ring that connects both of them together so they can actually swivel, right, and flex, kind of like a flex tube, but they're perfectly, like, rigid, solid metal, man. They're, like, awesome because, again, they don't, you don't blow off when you're making, you know, 15, 20 pounds of boost or more, you know, like you'd see in a, an old school setup, you know? Absolutely. The aluminum, the, the, the boosted, uh, boosted power through... The piping on the engine bay is, is an interesting kind of evolution. You had your good, better, best scenario, right? The good scenario yeah, man. was the old school way 
with a silicone coupler, you know, a couple T-bolt clamps. Uh, you mentioned the bead rolled pipe. So, you know, the T-bolt clamps would, would squeeze themselves against that bead rolled end on the silicone. But as time went on, uh, you know, boost became a thing. You know, people were making, you know, 13 to 15 pounds of boost back in the day, that, which was even pretty high back then. But these <laughs> days... That's a starting point, yeah. And the pipes on the silicone would, would blow off, right? So, so then we came out with an aluminum V-band flange, which is it's a beautiful part, has an O-ring on the inside, works wonderfully Dude. well to kind of prevent the, the, the blow-off of, of the pipe coming from the silicone coupler. <laughs> the problem with the aluminum V-band in areas where you have a lot of movement happening as the engine's moving on the inside, as the car is torquing itself, it's super rigid. Right, so a silicone coupler has a bit of give, um, but a V-band, aluminum V-band, in areas that are a little bit less ideal, you can have some cracking issues. So we originally came out with the what, what you describe is the uh, our our VanGen clamp many years ago, and that clamp has now evolved to our HD clamp, and our HD clamp is a best of of all worlds. So you have your your good, better, best scenario, and that's the best scenario. And the HD clamp, what it does, it enables the customer, enables the uh, the consumer and the the fabricator to weld their pipes together onto the two ferrules, and with a union sleeve and an O-ring, clamp it, and get up to 800 psi worth of boost. Uh, we tested it too for fun, <laughs> but that sounds like a good time. But you get you get some slight misalignment in in any direction. Um, uh, and it's, it's minimal, but it's enough to alleviate the stress off the welds as the car Damn, goes through its, its stressful moment, going down the track or going through a Ooh. chicane yeah, or, man. you know, launching off the line, the, the, the line on a drag strip. It really gives you that, that nice kind of, uh, that, that modular option that still, uh, allows the booth to stay within. And that's the kind of thing that takes you from winning to losing Right, that little bit of detail, or the other way around, you could be a loser because your hose pops off, leakage, or whatever. But you do it the right way, and now you're taking the checker flag, or you're finishing the race, or you're not popping yeah. the motor. Well, well, it's funny. Well, it's funny you say that because you see our HD clamp a lot on mm -hmm. off the end of throttle bodies, and and there's been many cars who have been lined up on a drag race, and they launch, and the the pipe blows off the throttle body from the silicone coupler, right? Uh, so our HD yeah. clamp solves that completely because not only is it is it's not going to come a, come apart um, as the engine flexes and the car flexes and kind of launches off, you have that little bit of give, so you're not going to have failure of cracking or anything of that nature. So that that's kind of a game changer. You see the HD clamp off the end of intercoolers as well, where you see a lot of movement happening. Yeah, man. Hey, I got enough of your V clamps. I might have put your kid through college. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they work. Hey, we got to take a break right now, man. We'll get back after it in just a minute. Derek Griffith, the man behind Vibrant Performance. It's a quick break. We're back to the podcast on the Two Guys Garage Podcast. See you in a second. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. We have Derek Griffith from Vibrant Performance. You know, it's funny. You'll know these guys from their V-clamps. See them all over all kinds of race cars. And I'm like, huh, where do I know that name from? It's right there on every clamp you got on the car, dummy. Um, make sure you guys go check it out, man. They have not just solutions for clamping, but cooling and piping and just all those pieces 
that make the build easier, not just easier for you as the builder, as the, the creator, the architect behind, you know, this vision you have, but also when people come and see it and they see just the attention, the detail, the vibrant kind of brings to the table solutions to things that you would really have to rack your brain to come up with something uh, as close to as good as what they're offering or you or better so like you know you got the best of in an environment that you know typically you're not used to seeing the best of you know because we've all seen those builds that's like you know like a human version of a migraine you just look at it and you go oh my god what are you done what have you done and and when you see a car that's you know has some of these components on it, you know there was a lot of just, you know, logistics and the plan was thought out, not just for performance, but for consistency. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and you know, we talked about before the break, just all the, you know, the J-bins or U-bins and everything to do the exhaust. And so if you work your way up, right, they got the collectors and all the tubing to make uh, headers, which, you know, a lot of people wouldn't actually, you know, want to build their own header, but you put a turbo on something and you're building your own header. <laughs> you know, like, and, oh, yeah, uh, you know, just for, uh, you know, a little experience wise, uh, the tubing that you use to build a normal naturally aspirated header doesn't necessarily hold up so good when you put a big heavy turbo on there, especially with a lot more heat, a lot more thermal expansion. So everything is trying to expand from that heat, the tubing, and you got this big mass on there and you typically end up cracking, right? So in a typical like header, if you're going to build one, uh, like 304 stainless, you know, thick walls, pretty good stuff. Uh, but yeah, it, it just kind of cracks. Now, if you really want to go lightweight on naturally aspirated, you can go 321 so you can get super thin. I don't know what your your wall thicknesses are, maybe 035, maybe a little little thinner, maybe 035. Yeah. yeah, and then for a turbo, you really want to go to what you guys have, Schedule 10. Correct. So it's, yeah, so it's cast uh, stainless bins and they're thick wall schedule 10 uh, and and that's what you want to stitch together I and mean, if you see anybody with a really legit turbo header right they're going to use a thick wall stainless tube and you guys have all of those in the different you know right. angles and bends and yeah no it's uh, you know schedule 10 piping is is a piping uh that you see pretty common in some of the sanitary worlds um that exist in other industries and it's a much thicker pipe that enables the, the fabricator in our industry to weld, you know, your typical RAM style header or some of the cool side exit uh, headers that you see in some of these really high, super high end drag car applications. But for your streetcar application, you know, the, the, the turbocharger is a very heavy piece of machinery. And, and schedule 10 piping, when it's welded, uh, when it's welded correctly and done, done right, uh, can can withstand the weight of that turbo pretty much you know pretty easily without any sort of worry. Um, so that's that's where that's the advantage of 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 us having that available to our customers. Um, you know, in their in their turbo setups. Now we've also come up with three twenty one stainless, which is a nicer um, version of three hundred four that enables you know people to do more of like a a basic type header. Um, you know, off an naturally aspirated car, what have you. Because as it heat cycles, it uh, it responds better to you know hot and cold uh, cycling as the car is on and off and so forth. So you have less cracking, you have less issues, all that kind of wonderful thing. So, um, and then our three or four stainless steel is great for just your basic exhaust systems and downpipes and what have you. So, um, yeah, it's it really gives you know everyone the option to kind of go through 
what bills they need for whatever particular application they have. And it's good to know, right, the ins and outs and where you would use what material and size and thickness and all that. Because, you know, if we think about from at the cylinder head, you're the hottest, right? And if you've got a turbo in front of, you know, that uh, exhaust system, boy, you're really hot and you're building pressure. So that's why, again, you need to upgrade that material. But then, you know, as you work your way downstream, right, your heat drops, your pressures drop. And so, right, you can kind of take advantage of that from a cost standpoint, from, you know, material selection. And, and yeah, weight, weight is a big thing, too. I mean, Schedule 10, when it's all welded together as a header, is pretty heavy. So a lot of our customers transition quickly from Schedule 10 down to 304 as they exit the engine and go down the downpipe. But but that extra weight is worth it when the head when the, when the turbo is sitting there nicely comfortably and not moving anywhere. So um, it, it really helps in those scenarios as well. Yeah, the turbo not moving is a positive thing. I'll, <laughs> I'll give you that. Yeah. It's not jumping around. That that tends to help a little bit. But just looking at your website, I invite everybody to go there. It's vibrantperformance.com. You'll find real quickly they provide so many solutions that we would never have time to cover. From you know catch cans to you know e85 fuel lines and delivery to banjo fittings to little titanium pie cuts you know how difficult it is to get you know pie cuts you know how many times people cut the wrong stuff whack off an inch here go down to a quarter and it never fits they have them right there you don't have to go through all that headache pie cuts save you so much time building real special bends turns they have all of these pieces and you just go there and kind of know your your layout and what you want, and you could put it all together, you know, which is, I mean, that's such a headache remover. It's like, man, that is that is such a, it helps people and their confidence in their build, knowing that you guys are there providing this type of stuff. Uh, ab- absolutely. You know, you, you know, it's, like I said, we listen to our customers, and they give us a lot of wonderful feedback. And that feedback usually ends up in our catalog, you know, in a lot of cases. And that's that's what's been really fun. Um, our titanium, the pie cuts, you know, titanium, titanium is one of those artisan materials, you know, like yes. when, when it's welded together nicely, you know, you get the nice colors and, you know, everyone likes to show off their ability to weld titanium because it's not easy. You know, not many people can weld titanium um, uh, uh, proficiently. So if you can do it, you want to show it off. So, you know, a, a pie cut done nicely, you get the nice welds, the colors. And we've all seen those beautiful setups all throughout Instagram and Facebook <laughs> Oh all, yeah, you know, all, the, uh-huh. all the fun places where people like to show off their 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 talents, and our titanium, uh, we have those those options available. I mean, we're still growing the, the line. We added it a few years ago, and we kind of came in soft to, to kind of you know test the market, and people uh, gave us some good feedback. We added, we added some more this year, and and it's kind of kind of hitting its its, its, its road. But you know, titanium is a very sexy thing, and it's not for everyone. Um, but for the for the people who like it and that want it, we have it there for them. It's big sexy. Well, I am I am one of those people that <laughs> yeah I I've seen the sex appeal and I mean really it's it's this huge weight drop right I mean uh, take off your exhaust system just go out and do it or the next one you put on feel how freaking heavy a full exhaust system weighs right and you think about how many pounds you could shed uh, you know maybe going on titanium so I mean I am. I'm fully interested, and I'm a guy who's like looking at the site, going, well, "You got the tubing for, you know, routing. You got the titanium flanges to weld on. You got mufflers and resonators. You got even the the you know the hangers and the, the exhaust bungs for your O2 sensor." I'm like, "Ooh, man, I'm I might have to step up my game a little bit. I've I've never welded the titanium, but I'm sure I can, uh, you know, 
Google and YouTube it and then uh, talk to a few buddies. You don't have to go that far. Our tech team will teach you, man. We, we can we can help you out. But, you know. Oh, damn. <laughs> we got to get them on, man. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll maybe schedule another titanium session because I think there'd be a few guys out there at least interested, right? They are the brains uh, behind Vibrant, our, our technical staff. And we're we're so happy to have them. Um, you know, titanium is interesting. You mentioned weight. And there's a couple things with that, you know, like weight savings on an exhaust system is fantastic. Um, the sound of titanium is a little bit different than stainless, so it reflects differently, comes out a little bit louder. Some people like that. But something that's very interesting that many people don't think about, in the turbo diesel world, we've, we've really kind of entered that world with our product. We've, we've come up with a lot, a lot of large diameter products in our pipes, like, you know, up to five inch. And what we found was a lot of turbo diesel people uh, use stainless as their charge piping. And, and stainless charge piping is heavy. So titanium is an option, you know, albeit an expensive one. But if you can imagine the weight savings of a titanium charge piping setup in a, in a big, you know, twin turbo scroll, turbo diesel setup versus stainless steel. So it's examples like that where titanium gives such an advantage when it comes to weight. But on your everyday car, um, you know, throughout the exhaust system really helps as well. You want to kind of stay away from the engine a little bit because heat, um, anything exceeds, you know, when you, start, when you start getting to about 800 degrees Fahrenheit, you don't want titanium getting too close. So we like to recommend that, you know, after the dump pipe, you extend over to titanium. Um, but other than that, you know, the savings is, is worth it enough to kind of exist in those worlds. Or, or you could just stop eating so many damn raviolis. You know, just saying. You drop, drop a weight or you cut back on the raviolis, man. What's up, poor chop? <laughs> or or you could eat as many raviolis as you want and your diet could be titanium. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, for dessert, you titanium. Even... <laughs> yeah. um, hey, so, Derek, real fast. What, what is the coolest? So you got to see and appreciate a lot of crazy builds. Knowing that you know you've been there for as long as you have a couple decades now, and and you got to see not just this circle, this bell curve, kind of shift and change where everybody's building some of the craziest stuff. But what's been some of your most memorable for people that call you and you guys help out because you do that often? Oh my gosh, man, that that is that is so difficult because there's so many incredible builds that we've seen use our product. Um, uh, is a gentleman named Ryan Turek, if you know if you're familiar with them. He did the, uh, the the Ferrari engine in the BRZ, and that, to me, my opinion. But you know, uh, you know, our team, they all have their favorites. But for me, that one there was something that just blew my mind away because one, where do you find a Ferrari engine? You know, a, a Ferrari, right? Right? You can't just go to your local wrecker and find one, right? <laughs> um, and, and it's one that in mint condition, albeit right in mint condition. And who would think to put it? in a BRZ, you know, and turn it into this insane, crazy drift car. So yes, no, for me is, is very memorable. Uh, we have a, we have another uh, partner that we deal with, uh, a, a gentleman named Will Young, and he's, uh, he has, the, uh, he's one of the fastest time attack cars in the world. And he's traveled the globe. A lot of our, a lot of our fans might've, you know, recognized the car has a big vibrant on the side. It's, it's a Honda. And he's traveled the globe and has done records all over, all over the place throughout the United States, Australia, Japan. That for us was a fun partnership because, you know, it's one thing to say you're going to do it, but he went out there and, and put down the times and, and, and was one of the fastest cars in the world. So for us, that's, that's two of the most memorable uh, that we've kind of. Yeah, man. 
I'm going to be Googling this Ferrari engine thing, man. <laughs> right, right. You know? And ABS, if you could back it up, son. You backed <laughs> it up. <laughs> right on, man. Yeah. And, you know, you look at all your catalogs and you said you, you've gotten expanded so, so many things and items over the years. What's something, you know, that was a big surprise in the last year or two that you're, you really started selling a bunch more? You think people have caught on or, or see where the, the crowd is taking you guys? Yeah, okay, so... Very good question, man, because, you know, it, we, we kind of came out with a lot of stuff, you know, for many years that was kind of additions to our current lineup. But about, let's say, five, six, seven years ago, we decided to get into the world of fittings. And, you know, we didn't think that fittings, you know, there's there's a bunch of fitting companies that have done wonderful jobs over the years. You mean like sundresses? No. <laughs> 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 You know, so, you know, we, we didn't want to step on anyone's toes. We just wanted to come in with our little line of fittings. And for us, it's been a tremendous um, thing in our brand the last several years. Um, and we've been so appreciative of the support. Yeah, I guess with, you know, everything else that we've been talking about so far, when we added the fittings to our program, it just further consolidated everyone's need for fabricating, right? So, you know, when, when they needed to, to wrench on the car and get fabrication components, uh, they literally could go in our catalog and get everything they need. And the fittings being in there kind of solved that. So for us, I would say the fittings for sure has been a wonderful kind of fun part for us over the last several years. I've really grown and be become a very kind of staple in our, in our program. Well, that's one of those things that you can completely overlook because you're thinking big, cool things like the supercharger, the turbo, the whatever. But damn it, like Willie said in the beginning, you get that supercharger set up and you're like, Ooh, I got to hook this up. And you start hooking yeah. up with the tubing and the this and the connectors. And then you're like, wow, I need my sensors and I need this. And, you know, I need to connect A to B in all sorts of fashions. And you realize how complex and complicated getting all those little bits together and man, solving yeah. those problems takes away a lot of headaches. Yeah, no, it's a good question. You know, like, you know, these days fabricators have, have evolved and gotten really good. Um, but, you know, one thing that we always see people miss out on is heat. <laughs> You know, heat, the controlling of heat in the engine, you know, it, it's, it's, it sounds funny because it's obvious, but it's, it's always one of those last things people uh, uh, think about. And smoke uh, is, is, is a problem. Uh, even heat emitting into the engine, into your, your, your compartment where you sit, right, into the actual cabin of the car is a problem. Uh, so those, those, that's one of the things that we've always kind of, you know, looked at as, man, like, you know, that's one of the last things people think of. And we have some heat shields in our program that can help with that. But I would say definitely that's one of the things. Another thing would be, um, you know, the, you know, application. You know, it, it, you know, we sell something called flexible couplings, which I'm sure you guys are familiar with. And they're very intricate pieces that enable this, that provide the solution of motion and vibration in your exhaust system, right? Yeah. Your exhaust system has mm. a lot of very micro vibrations and over, the course of many cycles can crack and, and fatigue and a flexible coupling helps to solve that problem. But, you know, we've seen a lot of uh, people miss you know, uh, put that product in the wrong spot and, 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 and it might fail. So, uh, you know, these are things that, you know, fabricators have to be careful with from time to time uh, and, you know, contacting, contacting us and kind of asking for best practices is always the best uh, way to go. But um, those are some of the few, few things that come to mind when I think about it. Yeah, and you said contact you guys. Easy to find them. Vibrant Performance. Um, you know they're located in Ontario. Car scene in Canada is underrated. You guys, uh, outside <laughs> Australia, 
you know, U.S., Australia, can't, I, I'm telling you, man, I've been up there for a couple car shows, and they're straight bananas. So they're it's crazy. big up there, man. And, uh, again, where, do you guys, where are you guys at socially where people can go see you and find you uh, and see some of these car builds? Yeah, we, we, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, you know, those, those are some of the areas where we post a lot of our content. Uh, we also have a vibrant performance TV where we post Ooh, a lot of our, our show. Big sexy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Our marketing does a fantastic <laughs> job in, um, in capturing some of our, the vantage point of the shows that we attend, like CMA PRI, some of the, uh, the, the consumer events like, you know, Formula Drift. We have some really neat videos on our, on our, on our YouTube. Uh, and then of course, you know, on our website, you know, you can, you can download our catalog, you can find our parts. And then uh, and you can always contact us directly via our emails. Uh, we're all listed there. So if, if people have questions for sales, which, you know, is my responsibility or tech or marketing, you can find us pretty easily through our website. Ooh, I just helped you on Facebook, bro. You got a Pontiac. Looks like a super duty there yeah. or something. I'm liking your page right now, brother. Boom. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Thanks for the support. We love you guys. Yeah, man. Thanks, hey, don't Eric. forget about our show, Aaron Weekends on Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. Episodes also now streaming on Motor Trend On Demand, which is a great way to get us. Hey, thanks to our guests, the one and only Derek Griffith, Kevin Bird, Willie B., our producer of Scoop, and our executive producer is Bob Ecker. Yeah, and don't forget to check out our website, twoguysgarage.com. Tons of great automotive content on there. A little bit behind the scenes on this show. And don't forget to check us out everywhere on social, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. A Two Guys Garage podcast is a copyright 2020 Britain Productions Incorporated. All rights reserved. But don't say anything about my mama. No, nothing <laughs> about your mama, man. Nothing about your mama. She mean, man. She mean. <laughs> All right, you guys take care, man. We'll see you on the next Two Guys Garage podcast. See you guys. Two Guys Garage Podcast is a production of Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.